Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise which is a brand new season, Back to Basics, 90 Day Fiancé. As you probably know our podcast Tender Loving Care which is available on all podcasting platforms is a new episode each Wednesday in that podcast we break down a show from the TLC network past or present and deep dive and discuss the glorious chaos. We've decided to watch even more TLC and get in on the new season of 90 Day Fiance and release it as some more content for you a beautiful trash TV loving listeners. Hi Kay. Hello season 10. I still can't believe that. But I know <laughs> it's very exciting. It's 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 kicking off. It's kicking off well. Um, I really like that there's an English influence in this one. You know, I always like to see that. They're bringing a lot. I feel like the first couple of seasons of 90 Day Fiance, there were like no Brits. And now mm. there's a ton of them just to prove, you know, that we will do the same as these Americans. And it's it's fun. It's fun. Um Kate, before we go into the episode, I do want to discuss our fantastic guest that we are going to have on the pod this week. Yes, please do. I'm so excited. So guys, it's spooky season and you know that um, if you're a member of our Patreon or subscribers that we have been picking documentaries that are just pure, they are hauntings, unsolved murders, UFOs vampires um a lot of stuff um so we wanted to keep on theme and my dear friend Renee Watt is a very well-known um writer psychic witch um and she 
also happens to be a massive fan of Sister Wives. So I have known her for many years and I only just found this out. So as soon as I found out she was a Sister Wives fan, I was like, get her on the pod. So her episode is going to be released this coming Friday. It's for everyone, not just for our um, subscribers. And um, be sure to check it out because it's going to be an amazing episode. We deep dive into the disaster that is Cody Brown and Coyote Pass, um, everything Sister Wives, and also talk to Renee about the horoscopes of all of these ding-dongs that are on Sister Wives and um, her thoughts and feelings about what's coming next with it. So be sure to check out our Friday episode because it's I'm so excited for it, Kate. I love the horoscope aspect. I cannot I wait that. to talk about that and to I look know. it up. I need to do some. If one of them is a Taurus, I'm going to be, if any of them is going to be a Taurus, it's going to, I don't think any of them are Taurus. I'm just saying, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to guess what I think Cody will be. I have not looked it up yet. Well, I looked it up while I was doing research for it. So you don't, and you know more about astrology than I do. I don't want you to look it up. Okay. I will, I'll guess on that episode. That's what we'll do with Renee. So I will find out all of their star signs. You guess which ones they are. And then Renee will give us a fantastic kind of breakdown. Oh, how fun. Yes. Okay. Okay. That sounds great. Okay. I think that would be really good. Um, So yes, guys, we are on to season 10 and we are on episode two. Yeah, we're on episode two called We Are Gathered Here Today um Kate why don't you just just go into it there's so much of this episode you have to give me notes go on okay okay uh let's start with let's start with Sophie and uh Benny is it <laughs> unclear of his name hang on Rob his name's Rob oh, I don't know why I wrote Benny down <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this, I'm loving this, not just because it's an English girl coming to LA, but they're a disaster. And I keep forgetting Rob, who lives in LA, is 32 and she's only 23. That's a huge difference in life experience, age gap. It's very different. Mm-hmm. That that has uh, some, that adds a lot of context and uh, color to this yeah. whole scenario. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So we start off with Sophie leaving her gorgeous, apparently her gorgeous flat in London. And she is coming to sunny Inglewood to go and stay with Rob, who lives in a studio uh, without a toilet, without a bathroom. And she says, I'm a bit nervous. Um, So we see her getting the flight um, to LA. And for I don't know why she didn't get a direct flight. So she went to New York and then had to change it to New York. And we see this like hurried video of her going through the airport and she has felt like a minute to catch her next flight. So she lands at LAX and she's, you know, she's like, oh, I feel so awful. So we get the obligatory going into the um, airport toilet bathroom to go and freshen up. She's like, oh, I'm gross. Um, can we talk again about the shots of LA that TLC is using? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's so bad. So, so, so bad. They 
so Rob lives in Inglewood and like we said before if you know Inglewood um some of it is like you know it's it's you know it's uh nice neighborhoods families that have been there for ages and then like anywhere there's parts that aren't so great and are associated a lot with like 90s gangster movies set in LA you know stuff like that um but they LA they are shooting this area they've literally gone the shots of like going to Rob's place because he's getting like tidied up for her coming is a shot of a dog just wandering down the street which upset me and then um a man walking with like holes all in his clothes garbage everywhere Kate it's awful what they're doing these are not the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Vanderpump Rules, establishing shots. No. Uh, normally on reality shows when they're shooting in L.A., I feel like it's like they'll show Echo Park Lake and then they show the Beverly Always Hills. Always Echo Park Lake. And then they show the Beverly Hills sign and then they show like Malibu. <laughs> yes. And then Rodeo. They'll just see, <laughs> see Rodeo drive. Like, it's, like everything's right next to each other. And then they it's- go to the scene and it's like Silver Lake. Um, exactly. Yeah. The, the they, they always do this, though. They do this oh, like I on know. the other way in the other uh, countries besides the U.S. They're always showing just like it's always an animal wandering around or like. trash in the corner yeah Yeah. I mean even after 10 it is remarkable that after 10 seasons I'm still surprised at the shit show that this actually is and all these editors just going all right what can we do this week I mean it's really I don't know why I'm surprised but anyway Kate so we know that um Rob or Benny or Danny or whatever his name (laughs) is had um something prepared for the airport right Right. So last episode, we saw him not going to a job, not cleaning yeah. the apartment, really, but yeah. going to meet up with this choreographer friend, I think, uh, to learn a little dance. So his whole, so he tells us that what he wants to do is when she gets off the plane, he wants to do a, do a little dance, a little jig. Um, for her unclear why you know she's not a dancer he's not a dancer anyway to do that because it's dead romantic uh he's 32 just want to add that in again um and then propose to her immediately afterwards so <laughs> kate this is the i have a theory this is the tiktok effect okay this is what TikTok is doing to our society is that people mm-hmm. think that it's cute to just stand in place and do a little dance. You know what it is? It's the 2023 version of flash mobs. That's yes. what it is. Yes. It's like, oh, I'm going to do a little TikTok dance for you and slash like Backstreet Boys dance oh my gosh that's what it is you know doing them at weddings flash mobs all that dancing oh god yeah that's what it is so she she feels like shit because she's been traveling and she's just like exhausted and so she gets her luggage and she oh god she's wheeling it through LAX and he's there with flowers and he's like this and he's like, stop, stop. And she's like, what? What's going on? And he brings 
brings out this little speaker and it's like turns it on and of course because it's licensed music we don't hear the music uh because tlc can't won't pay for anything so then he does this i mean kate it wasn't even a dance i don't know what he did little feet little feet shuffling moved his arms a little bit and then when there you go i mean it was it wasn't even a minute it was awful i agree it's like if you're going to go to that level of dancing in an airport as a gift to someone who just flew for hours and hours commit please commit I mean he didn't even bring one of those little speakers or anything it was just coming out of his iPhone it made me so sad I was like please just bring a speaker and then he kind of half-assed the moves I was like you commit to this cringy dance (laughs) he just is it's like he thought in his head thought it was a great idea and the second he started it he went oh shit like it was it only dawned on him like the second he started it he went uh-oh and that's where it came in and she is just like and then she in her confessional she's like you know like an English guy did that like it would be dead cringe but you know he's American so it's all right I disagree it's terrible from an English guy and it's terrible from an American guy. So I don't know. She said, oh, so sweet. And he comes over and they kiss. And then it, you think that's the worst part. You yeah. think that's the worst part of his plan. You do. This was awesome. I mean, this is easily in my top three airport uh, yeah. meeting things of 90 Day. So- uh, what's number one, by the way? Well, Dars in the heel getting stuck in the escalator, obviously. Um, Okay, so they're walking out. Just want to reiterate again, she is exhausted. She's hungry. It's Mm. like 3 or 4 a.m. in London, right? Mm. So they're about to walk out the doors, and then he quickly turns to her and gets on bended knee and whips out the ring and proposes, and she's like half asleep. I want, I wrote down, because I replayed this, exactly what he said. First of all, like you say, all of that's accurate. She's like got that, you know, just shine because she's exhausted, she's like pushing it. She goes, what are you doing? And he just turns around. And I love the shot because TLC is so good. The shot is her, him, just a vending machine in the background. It's so awful. It's right near baggage claim in front of a vending machine. And he and he goes down on one knee, and this is what he says. I want to actually propose to you, though. Those were the words. I want to actually propose to you, though. Ah, all right. And then he come. It was awful, Kate. It was, it was so bad. And what I don't understand, and we'll get to this part soon. Why didn't he just do this at the dinner that night if he was going to... Exactly my point. That's exactly what I was thinking. It makes... Well, look, nothing Benny, Danny, Rob has done so far makes any sense, dude. But then he says, did you hear what he said afterwards? He was like, well, you don't... That's I'm part of the deal. You don't get to come here and live here unless you're marrying me. He said pretty much that. And I was like, okay. I... Okay, buddy. I yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not cute. Um. So then they they well they try to leave. This is the elevator. <laughs> I can't. I can't. So, so they're at LAX, which is 
a nightmare if you've never been. <laughs> Horrific. It's terrible. It's the only worst airport in the States that I've been to personally is like Atlanta, maybe because it's just so big. Okay, yeah. so um, they have to get on this elevator to go up four floors or whatever to get to the car, right? Yeah. To the parking lot. And they get in the elevator. He starts mashing buttons and the doors won't open and they're stuck in there for a few minutes. But what seemed like an hour because she's tired and kind of whiny, you know, I would be, I would be even grumpier if I was her, by the way, like, yeah, he's just being a little bit grumpy and whiny, which is is expected. He is for some reason getting really upset with her. And it's like, okay, you had to drive 20 minutes to get here. Like, come on, you should be. I mean, she is, first of all, they just got engaged. (laughs) of a vending machine don't forget that they just got engaged in front of a vending machine they walk into this lift and as you say it's stuck and it won't go up and she just keeps repeating repeating what'd you do that for that like you push all the buttons you push all the buttons why'd you do all that i mean you met arm you did this you did this you did this it was like on a loop it was so annoying it was annoying i just thought if i was him i would give her a pass because she's so tired and absolutely and he's like did you hear what he said as well write this down you need to be mentally prepared for this I wrote this down too I was like actually elevators break down in other countries as well and also how many broken down elevators are you expecting her to be in I think what he is trying to I mean look he's not a not exactly a wordsmith. Once again, the proposal. I want to actually propose to you, though. Um, I think what he was meaning by this, he was getting frustrated. I think he was embarrassed. Yeah. Um, and he was trying to say, you've got to learn to deal with hard things. Because he. the massive chip on his shoulder is that he thinks she's a super, super wealthy girl. And coming to Inglewood, where he says it's like the hood or whatever, And he keeps saying, you've got to be ready for this. You've got to prepare, like your life's changing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She was that he, that's how he took it anyway. So they're just arguing. And all I could think about was the cameraman because those, (laughs) those lifts are so small and the cameraman's in the corner being like, I'm actually, I am stuck in this lift. I don't know what to do. And she's like, Oh God, there's not going to be anyone there. I'm stuck here. You did this. You did this. And so then they finally get someone, it opens up. And they get out and he goes to the fourth floor to get his car, to drive it down, to pick up her and her luggage, drive home. What she does is goes, oh, can't be bothered. I just want to get home. I just want to get home. So she goes back into the lift with the cameraman, presses four, and she says, see, goes up straight away. And then she goes up to the fourth floor, pushes her luggage out and then calls him and he doesn't answer. And then she's waving down, trying to say, where are you? I'm here. I'm up here. And he's like, why have you come up here? Like, just so annoyed already. And then he's like, I'm here. I'm here. So then he gets out of his car that he was going to drive off, walks over, grabs this stuff. And she goes um, and he just says, you're fucking up the whole day. (laughs) So... It was so tense. It was so tense. So tense. They've been they've been engaged for about two minutes. And he's like, you're fucking up everything. You're fucking up. And I'm like, dude, just because you're embarrassed 
that you did a shit dance and a shit proposal. Don't take it out on her because that's, that's what's going on. And so he's in a massive mood and they get in the car. It's just like, oh, it's too much. And they drive to his house. Yeah. And on the way there, they're seeing uh, cop cars. I mean, it's L.A. And if you are from here or have lived here, especially in big cities like that, it's like, yeah, you're going to see cop cars. You're going to hear noise. Stuff is going on. Right. It is. And he's getting kind of defensive about he's like taking it personally that she is freaked out by the idea that he's heard several um, gunshots. Mm -hmm. in his area before he says and I just thought and I feel like you'll agree like if you're from a country where not everyone has guns like that that sounds really wild right I am from a country that yeah that's that's why I'm asking you yeah Yeah. and she's saying we you don't understand we don't have guns yeah and so um and she so it sounds in in I could I remember when I first came here and just, I remember no visiting. I was like 12 or something visiting with my family. We're in Florida. And I will never forget, we were on a bus, we were on Miami Beach and we were on a bus. And on, I always remember this. And I looked up on the bus, I was like 12, and there was a sign that said, pull out a gun, 20 years, fire the gun, um, life. And then going to a bank and it had a, a, a gun with a, like cross through it like no weapons are allowed in here I've never seen anything like that in my life so it is absolutely bizarre but I'll tell you yeah. I've lived in very good neighborhoods in Los Angeles I've still heard gunshots it's a right. major city that has a major gun problem and unfortunately right. you hear gunshots a lot so but yeah for her coming in she just landed give her a break yeah it was a pretty intense conversation after an intense elevator situation <laughs> and yeah I, I thought it was like he wasn't quite seeing her perspective but also she's visited there before and right I, she knows about it right so I don't yeah. know so they get there uh to his place and he set up actually like a, a very cute dinner um out on his patio uh he's got like some food that's on uh warmers and well, candles and okay. I will say, and this is me being, this is me being nasty and I can get nasty sometimes, but no, it's just, an, it's actually just an observation. You're right. It was all really nice. And I totally thought his neighbor must've done that while he was out because otherwise there'd be rats everywhere because it's a city. Um, but um, anyway, it did. It looked really pretty. Right. Why are you not proposing to her there? Bizarre. Um, but anyway, I did know he goes, oh, she goes, what's this? And he goes, well, you know, it's like some Mexican, um, Mexican food. And it was El Pollo Loco. And that's all I, I, I'm not, I'm not making any judgment. I'm just saying it was El Pollo Loco. Oh, it was. I didn't pick that up. That's funny. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Awesome. Moving on. Awesome. No judge. No judge. After a flight like that, I would eat so many things. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of the end of their segment, I believe right we just see her going in to the place and once again it really isn't you know times in life when you have a ton of money and there's times in life when you don't have any money and and you get your first place or something like that it once again being clean and tidy has got nothing to do with money and he just doesn't seem to have picked anything up it's like this stuff everywhere and a dog I forgot he has this gorgeous dog in there that is not a small dog and two adults living in one room 
and he didn't clear it. There's like, it's weird you walk in and I don't know whether he's tried to like separate the places by putting up big, big bookshelves, but they're like covered in towels or like, it's, there's it's- so much in there. I wanted to just throw it all out. And, you know, he's been, I don't, he doesn't have a job. Okay. And right. he's 32, he doesn't have a job, but he has a car. And he also said when he was serving the El Pollo Loco that, oh, this reminds of us when we were in Cabo. And I'm like, so you can afford to travel, you can afford to run a car, which is not cheap. Unclear. Unclear. No, he must, he must have something. He must have something coming in. He must do so. I Did we just miss his income? Was no, it he like- said she because she said he does this and that. He doesn't oh. have a job at the moment. He does this and that. Freelancy type stuff, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, you're right. That was the end of those lovers. So uh we we shall see. What we've been what we were led to believe is that this guy is not a good guy because we've seen in you know, coming up is her saying to him, finding stuff on his phone, that he's already cheated on her. It's not good, not good at all. But you know what's going to happen? She's going to marry him. She's going to get that green card and she's going to get an OnlyFans and be living <laughs> in West Hollywood. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. A tale is all this time. Yeah. Uh, so who do you want to go to next, Polly? Mm, let's do uh, Nikki. Let's do Nicole in New Jersey, 47, and Justin in... Moldova, 35. Um, we see Nikki is packing to go over and see Justin, aka Igor. Igor, I said like an American then, Igor. Um, so she is apprehensive because she's worried about sexual stuff. She's worried about, you know, being a trans woman over there, and she's about any um, kind of backlash she's going to get or prejudice. Um, She's also worried about the state of the relationship and she's going to meet his parents again um, after they found out that she's a trans woman. So there's a a lot. She's stressed. We see her mum come. She's packing what was in her suitcase, these like eight-inch neon stilettos. I was like, love. She's like, I need to bring some fashion to Moldova. And I was like, well, I don't know why you're packing any of that because... It was, it's tough. She's tough sometimes. Um, uh, yeah. And tell me, how, were you as confused as I was about her mom and coming in and looking to be the same age? But then I calculated it and the mom must be in her seventies, but I thought the mom looked super young. Maybe I guess she just takes care of her skin. She looked fantastic. This mother, she was nicely put together. Yeah. Because we let, we're told Nikki's 47. Right. I mean, maybe she she had a, when she was 20, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Still 60. She looks amazing. She, she could have had a very young, she could have been a teenager. You never know. But I don't think so, because we saw throwback photos when Nikki was younger and she didn't look like a teenager. So she just looked, anyway, she looks, yeah. her mom looks amazing. Yeah. Um, and she comes in and um, she goes over to say hi to Vicious, the cat, and she just goes. <laughs> <laughs> that cat is so cool. 
It's so cool. It's but what I don't like is it's it's one of those extremely expensive bred cats, which I don't Oh, I don't know cats well enough to know that. Okay. Yeah, it's the Bengal cats and they people will pay like five grand to get them. Oh yeah, I don't I don't like that at all. But Nikki loves vicious. I can tell she loves vicious. I just don't obviously like the selling of animals. But um the mum comes in and it was really an important story to hear about. I mean they they looked so in love, um, her and her mom, and very, very close relationship. And Nikki said, we are. But it wasn't always like that. She said between 17 and 19, when I came out as trans, I didn't speak to my mom. And that's, that is, I wondered, you know, had she finished high school? Was she still at high school? Where was she? Very, very hard. Um, but, you know, it's great to see their relationship now and her mom, just the regret she had of of missing that time with her which must be so hard and I think it's really important when we have stories like this um you know about um individual trans men and women that we obviously hear a lot about like they're coming out and their parents and I think that because luckily now there is so much more now known about the trans and so much more trans you know parency about the trans community as there was five 10 15 years ago it's a great thing but it's also we can presume that still people are like uh, aren't prejudiced as much as they were and that it can be really difficult for parents as well even though now we are so educated on it a lot of people are the education is out there that it doesn't mean that that parents aren't going to be sad or they're going to be confused or not know about it. And I think it was really important to see that and just see what a great relationship she has with her mum and how sad she was that she lost that time and that guilt that she feels. But now it's just seems a lovely relationship. Yeah, it was really sad to hear about those two years that they weren't speaking. But I was also thinking... It could have been a lot longer. I think for a lot of people, um, it can be much longer. And, and so I was like, okay, they've had a lot of years to be close together and you could tell they, they love each other so much. Like you said. Yeah. I will say, can we, this, I don't know. I'm just going to say, can we please stop, stop having these ridiculously long nails Nikki was packing and her nails, I don't get, I, I sound like so, I, I don't know what I sound, it's just, I don't get it, I don't get the point, like I understand maybe if you're going out and you like want to have these like really over the top nails, it'd be fun, but constantly going and paying hundreds because these nails are really expensive, like to get the acrylic long nails that are like up here, then trying to pack and trying to do anything is just, it it sends me like, it sends me, it really does. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It is frustrating. I will once in a while, I'll get some like tips put on, but even, even those, they're just, I don't know, maybe I know. Like that, you know, just mm-hmm. a little longer than normal that even bothers me. Cause I'm like, Oh, I can't open a can of pop. Like I want to, I, and I get it. even, even that's cool. a struggle. I cannot imagine having a claw like that and trying to wipe my butt and stuff. It's like, seriously. Ugh. Um, so she speaks to her mom and they're just, just talking about like her worries and Nikki breaks down and she's just worried. And then her mom's worried about how she's going to be treated. Um, and we cut to Justin in Moldova who goes for coffee with his friend, Sergio, I believe. And um, Sergio knows that um, Nikki is trans woman. And I think he's like, the oh, no, no, no. Um, Justin's told his parents and stuff, but he's my friend obviously knows. Um, so they get, they're playing chess in the park. And so I'm watching this whole thing, Kate. Does Justin, apart from Justin Timberlake, does he remind you of anyone? And I'm going to give you a clue in the Bravo world. Mm. Does he remind me of anyone? I don't know. I don't know. No. I'm watching him. And he's turning like this. He's looking like this. And I go, that's it. He could not look. He looks. I could not get over how much he looks like. Jason Hoppy. Oh yeah. Anthony Frankel's demon ex. <laughs> ex well, they're both demons, let's be real. Um, ex-husband. Jason Hoppy, his eyes, his no- he just would turn and his hair. And I was like, Jason Hoppy, that's who he looks like, Jason Hoppy. And I can't get over it now. That's all I see when I look at Justin. Yep, you nailed it. That's absolutely right. So he's he's another personal trainer. <laughs> oh, so many sure, personal sure. trainers on this show always. And so, yeah, they show him working out. Everyone's working out in the park. Um, and then, yeah, meets up with the friend. I thought this was so cute. They went up to this coffee truck and then they had a the coffee the barista guy had a chessboard. I was like, oh, I, I know. Love this. That's lovely. Uh, so, yeah, they're they're chatting and. Uh, his friend is asking him more and more questions about the whole experience of their relationship before and how it ended and how he's feeling now. And have you guys been intimate? And he's got all kinds of questions Mm -hmm. and he seemed, he kind of just seemed genuinely curious to me. Like, I think that he will be kind and accepting. Um, And then 
they ask those older men, <laughs> they pull up a photo of her and they show these old men that are playing chess at the table next to them. And they're like, this is his fiance. Like, do you think she's hot or whatever? And it was just like, oh God. I know. No, it was, it was cute. I think that Justin is genuinely worried because she's had a lot more plastic surgery since he last met her. And, you know, you look at those photos of her when she was younger and she was gorgeous. She had like this, I thought she had a great nose. I should like, it was like natural, like long hair. She just looked like a gorgeous woman and you see her now and there's what if you see the tip of her nose she's had multiple nose jobs and it's like this revision at the end of it that looks I just it's yeah. so hard when you she, see someone beautiful and they just they just keep getting work done keep getting work done I know she looks like a 90s model I know um, old photos and she just took it to the limit basically I know. did you with- see her you know, her and I'll say her and Jasmine have a lot in common with their butts. They've like both, I think she got butt implants because they look exactly like just J- Jasmine's. Mm-hmm. And it's just a shame. It's just, it's just a shame. But I guess she can do whatever she wants with her body. But she was, she was gorgeous. She still is gorgeous. But I think Justin, aka um, Jason Hoppy, is a bit worried about that. Yeah. And just how that dynamic will be in person. Cause I think they've mostly like, when was the last time they were in person together? Yeah. I don't know. The trip where they reunited in Mexico or something. Yeah. Which was a couple of years, I'd say. Yeah. So lots of reasons for both of them to be feeling a little bit nervous about how it's all going to go. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. So that was the end of their segment. So we have two two people left we have Gino and we have Ashley who do you want to go to uh let's go to Ashley because I know there's going to be parts of this that piss both of us off I'm guessing I was hard so why don't we end on the funny note of all the (laughs) Jasmine I thought Jasmine and Gino's segment was really funny this it was good it was good so Ashley Rochester New York 32 and her boyfriend Manuel Ecuador 35 so we cut back to her having a kind of a panic attack driving to the airport because she's worried about everything worried he missed his plane that they'd be out of date for their visa everything so she gets she's on the phone this made no sense to me she's on the phone to this friend friends being like calm down calm down you're gonna be okay you're gonna be okay pulls up at the airport and then by the way i love i love these airports where you can just drive up and park like you know it's just like it's so alien to so big airports so she parks and her friend that was on the phone to her is there with her and I didn't know why would your friend come to the airport I didn't get that at all why the friend came to the airport because it was it was her sister and oh. they they had made signs together and I think she just wanted her there for the moral support like in case he didn't show up okay. you know and okay. I was guessing that the sister maybe had to come directly from work or something because I was like why didn't they ride together but she probably just had to meet her there so yeah. I I think it was like in case he wasn't there or something Got it. Got uh, it. so they she's helping her calm down and um sh- the sister tells the producer in a like on the street interview that she thinks what 
is happening is Ashley is the reality of the situation is finally sinking in and that we see that on this show all the time. It's like they talk online for years or months or whatever, and it's all so romantic. And then when the person's about to land in your city, it's like, oh my God, what did I just agree to? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. One thing I want to point out, and I hope you notice this as well, because it irritated me to no end. Like you say, they're getting out. So Ashley gets out the car, her sister gets out the car, they're hugging, whatever, walking into the airport. Her sister has the banner. That's what you'd expect. They have purses, they have the cell phones. She brought tissues, okay. And a fucking gallon of arrowhead water in a plastic gallon bottle. You are walking from your car to an airport and then walking back to your car. You need to carry around. It is so obnoxious to me. I cannot stand it. It drives me, why are you carrying a (laughs) gallon of water? Relax. We know, I'm dying because we know someone who used to do that constantly. (laughs) Do you know who I'm talking about? What does their name, who does their name begin with? L. That's who I was thinking you were going to yeah. say. Can about, well, I'm going to tell L next time I see <laughs> L. Get get your shit together, L. Yeah, I think she, she got a proper water bottle now, a, a reusable one. She used to have the jug. Yeah. So, but, uh, but I'm, but, you know, she's also an extremely fit athlete. So maybe, you know, I can give her that. But <laughs> someone that is walking from a car. To whatever it drove me nuts. Anyway, carry on. Oh, um, yeah. I did not even notice she brought that in. That is strange. Oh. Um, so she looks great. She is wearing a see-through dress. You can full you can fully see her butt and black thong. <laughs> but maybe great. But... I bet in person it's not as obvious, but maybe on camera it picked it up. But I did notice that. But she did look really pretty and awesome. Um, so he finally arrives and She's freaking out, crying and stuff because it's it was his first time ever flying. And yeah. just to remind the listeners, he had not contacted her at all to let her know if he even got on the plane. So she's like, oh, my God, you're here. And he says, why are you crying, woman? But I was like, OK, here we go with him. Red flag. You know, it's just. So they, anyways, they hug. Is there anything else at the airport? Not really. I just want to comment on his little, uh, his curtains. <laughs> Everyone remember the curtains from the 1990s? Manuel's still rocking it. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> yeah. So they get in the car. Um, I don't remember a ton about the ride home. He's j- They're just kind of talking about like, oh, does the city look beautiful? Yes, it does. He doesn't she- speak English, by the way. We should add that. Right. He doesn't speak English. She has like pretty good Spanish, yeah. you know, conversational level Spanish. Yeah. Um. So th- yeah, this is all in Spanish. Uh, so then they get to the house. Okay. And... She is like, okay, take your shoes off, right? They're getting in. And we find out something that really made me turn on this guy. And I'm guessing Pauline too. Absolutely. He was not very nice to her animals, her pets, her family members. He's, I just wrote in block capitals, I hate this guy. Yeah. First thing, say hi to my cat over there. I don't like 
cats out done end of end of and that's just the beginning how dare you say you don't like an animal then what happens kate okay so then uh they are she's giving them a little tour of the house and they get to the bedroom and she doesn't have an actual door she has just a curtain over her bedroom door and he points that out and he's like so your cat and your dog can just run into the bedroom at any time. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. yeah, they can go wherever they want. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, we don't want them in here. And then he sits on the bed and beautiful Rico Suave, her little dog, jumps up on the bed and he expresses that that's not OK and that um, the dog should stay outside. Yeah. Um, and. To, uh, we get a great line from her. I love yes. her reaction to this. She did That's not well. like this. Yeah. Yeah. And she tells us, I've had Rico a long time, and several men have come in and out of my life. Guess who stays? Rico motherfucking suave. And she he was not having this attitude. I was very, 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 very happy. And as a witch, she has so much connection to nature and to animals. So I wouldn't expect anything else, anything less. But this, how dare you? And not his home has, and just to have anger like that towards an animal, to put an animal outside. I I understand cultural differences. This is not your home, buddy. She pays the rent. This is her animal. This is her best friend. This is her love. This Her cat is her dream angel enough and he's like no that's so they get into this go into the sofa have an even bigger argument and conversation about it he's like no she's like this is going to be a problem he's like they shouldn't be up here they shouldn't be down here they should can you imagine having can you imagine having a man walk into your house and start telling you a what you should do and b what you should do with your animals he would last two minutes i'd be like turn right back around and get on your second flight of your life how about that absolutely I didn't mind that she had a curtain over her door, but I did wish she did have a door in this moment so she could slam it on him. Oh, slam his dick in it. That's what she should have done. (laughs) And then cut off his curtains hairstyle. That's what I would have done to him. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) so they're eating dinner. Oh, so at this point she like, she didn't, she couldn't even be in the same room with him. She goes outside and has a ciggy. I love that she's having a ciggy. Yeah. I always appreciate when we see them having a ciggy. I know there were several many things in this episode that endeared me to Ashley. Yeah. Um, because, okay, so yeah, this is the next day. We find out he's trying to get Rico off the bed. Oh, oh, okay. And then they're sitting in the living room and she introduces the idea. Was I surprised she hadn't brought this up before? Yes, I was. But she introduces the idea that she is a witch, a.k.a. Bruja. Bruja. He's not cool with this. He's not cool with this at all, really. He says that brujas are evil and he doesn't like it that she's saying she's one. He's like, you must not know what it means. Do you know what it means? She's like, yeah, "Yeah, I do. He's got some bloody nerve. I'm telling you, it's just he just seems deeply unpleasant. Like there's nothing that you've seen in this that you think, oh, well, he's like super cute or charming or anything. He seems opportunistic and he doesn't seem very nice. That's up. She, and she's a gorgeous woman that has very strong beliefs 
and has her own place and seems a very powerful woman in many ways, including magical. It's like, you just want to say, really? Yeah. Him? You know? I know. I think she'll come to that realization eventually. I see that happening, but she's, she's even trying to take the time and explain you know what it is that she does what it means to her to be a witch and he's still dismissing it and that's when she walks out to the patio to smoke a cigarette and uh she's i loved it she turned to the producer and she's like can i just vent and the producer was like that the producer was like uh yeah that's exactly what we want you to do i know she i was like love you you've got to understand who you're playing with here this is tlc this reality show producers yes (laughs) This is the equivalent of a money shot for TLC. Exactly. So she is talking about how upset this is making her that he's not accepting her for who she is. And she had another great line that I wrote down, which is I'm a motherfucking witch. Ho. I know. (laughs) Unclear who the ho was, but uh, yes, we do appreciate that. (laughs) We do appreciate. Was that kind of the end of it then? That was the end of it. We did see a preview of next week where he will be meeting her mother who very rightly is being protective and has a lot of questions for him. And uh, she's telling us like, my mom's not going to put up with this crap. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited for him to get put in his damn place. Absolutely. Uh, Talking about people getting put in their place. Let's go to Gino in Michigan and Jasmine from Panama. Um, so I just wrote my first line under this because basically it's Jasmine landing in Michigan. So we see her getting ready and, you know, all the tears and saying goodbye to her sister slash daughter and then taking Coco. I love that she's taking Coco with her. They're all crying about Coco leaving and Jasmine leaving. But my first line is like new look because she cut off her hair, which is great. I love the natural look and she looks fantastic. Um, so she cut off her hair because she's she's been wearing extensions and weaves and all that stuff for 15 years. I can't imagine what that does to your hair. But anyway, so she cut it all off. She looks great. But I just wrote new look dot, 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 the tits. I told you last week, I'm mesmerized. I can't keep my eyes off them. I don't know what to do with them. They're so high and they're so round and big on this tiny frame. She's a very small, thin woman. And I just, I have to touch them and I don't know what to do with that. I don't know how to, I watch and I'm mesmerized, Kate. They are striking. She is striking uh, with the adjustments she's done to her figure. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That's your first note. My first note is Jasmine pulls the classic uh, woman freak out move and gets bangs. (laughs) I'm changing up my life. I got bangs, right? Yeah. Um, so, time. but she looks really cute, I think with the hair, but yeah, it's, it's very eye catching everything. Oh. Uh, she's got going on. Uh, I just can't. Oh, then she- the lips. I, while we're talking about her body, I guess, yeah. um, her confessional lips look painful. We've talked about this before. And I remembered that I think I saw on Instagram that she did get them dissolved. And so I just wrote down, I'm glad she did that. Cause it was just like a, too far. It went too far. Oh, I'd imagine that. 
Yeah. Um, so she's leaving Panama. We see her get off the plane. And um, it was a great reunion. It was nice to see Gino. So, I mean, it's so rare that we see him so happy. So he was static. That It was a great scene because she has Coco in a little stroller. Um, I used to have Kitten in his stroller. And um, she's pushing it through the airport. And then she hugs Gino. And you just see Coco going, wee, just in his little stroller. He was not harmed, but he just did a little and the stroller went to the side and they're hugging and kissing and all of this and they're very happy which we never see them like this so very rarely super happy and they're like Coco Coco and she picks up Coco and he has a little dipe on a little dipe dipe on um and they're all so happy and then they do the oh god the infamous okay so from now on no more fights I tackled so hard (laughs) brilliant watching it with someone and i was like kidding i mean why are you even bothering they will they will be well she'll be screaming at him by the end of the episode is what i said absolutely Um, also we forgot to mention that gino informs us before she gets there that she has blocked him (laughs) it's brilliant i mean it's the behavior is just i've never known anything like it He's like, yeah, she's again. It's so normalized between them, though, that she they ask her about it, and she's like, "Oh, well, it's just part of our fighting ritual, you know. We got in a little fight, so I blocked him. It's no big deal." <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. They are, they are on something. I know, but they're all happy now because yep. there's going to be no more fights, Kate. So they're fine. No more um, fights, and she gets to suck on his tongue every every bleh. night. So they're like, oh, this is amazing. This is amazing. And then she's like, she keeps asking, is this the air conditioning on inside and outside of the airport? And she's like, it's so great. (laughs) (laughs) And coming from England, that stung a little bit because, you know, that's been commented to me before when you land in England. But yeah, she's just like, this is so great. And she's like, it's like a cold version of hell. Why would anyone live in Michigan? I mean, it was brutal. Oh my gosh, the things she was saying. She's so depressing. She's awful. I think that God didn't want people to live here, but people insisted on living in Michigan. And Gino's like, okay, welcome home. I get to the house. Oh God. And she there was some foreshadowing in this episode because before they got there, she's like, I hope your house smells fresh, like lemons and flowers. And I was like, you're going to be sorely disappointed. So they get there. She hates uh, the colors of the walls. The yeah. Pan- the Panama flag is uh, upside down. And she says it smells musty, like a ruin. <laughs> like a ruin. I love that use of the language. I love that. It's so great. Um, then she goes to the kitchen and it's even worse. He just, you know, I know there are bachelors that live like this, but... I- and it's probably 10 times worse, but I'm just so shocked that someone can be in their 50s and live in just with, you no, know, he works really hard. He has tons of money, you know, he does. He owns a home, but he just eats microwave meals. And, you know, it's just, it just shows the cultural difference. It's just not, you know, when she's like, there are no vegetables. Where are right. the fresh vegetables? Where are the fresh, and she couldn't believe there were so many cans, you know? Right. 
it's 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 hard to see where Gino's money is like that's tied up that is invested well and that <laughs> got pretty a life insurance policy with her not on it he has got um like three 401ks he's got a Roth IRA I know exactly where his money is and he's got a massive savings account that she knows nothing about that's what he's got I feel like he could he seems like the perfect candidate to just hire a merry maid service to come in yep. once a week you know just but no no then they uh she says there's I wrote down everything she was saying it was so funny um she says there's organisms in the kitchen that haven't yet been discovered by science great um she opens up the cupboard and I related to this because we always saved our plastic like grocery bags um in some stash in a cupboard just to reuse them and stuff so she's he's like are you saving this trash for a zombie apocalypse and then she opens the fridge chocolate milk this is why you have terrible farts so gross so then um coco does a little tinkle on the carpet which honestly the carpet who cares it's gross anyway um and then i was surprised by this bathroom the bathroom has potential to be really nice it's got a big bathtub by the window sorry we need to rewind before we walk into the ensuite bathroom we walk into his bedroom oh and i I don't understand someone that doesn't make their bed in the morning, number one. But two, he has a film crew coming in and he has his fiance's first day in America and he didn't clean the sheets and he didn't even pull his duvet over. He just left it crumped in a ball. Who lives like this? Gino. Listen, I'll admit my bed isn't made 100% of the days, but like you said, you have your fiance coming, you have a film crew coming, right. make the bed and yeah, wash the sheets for Jasmine. Come on. Didn't and even wash sheets. Just crap everywhere. So yeah, I blocked that out because it was upsetting, <laughs> like gross. And then the bathroom, like I said, it's it's bright and there's a big tub, the windows. I was like, okay, this is not as bad. It's not like a dingy, gross bathroom, except it was gross because he didn't clean the toilet. And in fact, he left a big dump in it. I, and I thought of you, cause I know you're always like, you have to clean the toilet before you have visitors. Always. If yeah. anyone's even coming in here to, um, t- to service the dishwasher, clean the toilet just in case it. Right. They showed a photo of it afterwards if it had been flushed, and there was just filth of a ring in there. Oh, I, I listen, my house is not spotlessly clean by any means every single day, but just basics make your bed and clean the toilet. Oh, I, he hadn't, he had not cleaned that toilet in a year or something, it was it, so caked on oh. and gross bizarre to me. Anyway, she was happy with the with the um ensuite bathroom, but what was funny. She's like, yeah, these taps, we need to change this. We need to change. She has no, how does she not know who she's dealing with? She thinks he is this pot of gold, which she probably does, but she's not going to get her hands on it. And she thinks she's just going to put her hands into this pot of gold and take out as much as she wants and spend it however she wants. And then she's like knocking on the tile on the floor. She's like, all of this has to come up too. It's like, 
how many times have the two of you had this conversation and this argument? You want something. Gino doesn't want to spend his money. (laughs) What she's really excited about is the fact that she can now say, I left my family for you. See, that's a good one. I left my entire life for you. Right, right, right. That's going to work well. And I think that was the end of those two, right? Um, that was uh yeah because I'm thinking of the the preview for next episode they're getting couples massages and she reveals that she spent ten thousand dollars on butt implants that he gave her for her wedding dress and he storms out the mass massage okay she It was just like, well, yeah, I did spend $10,000 getting weird silicone square things put in my butt. Oh, they look so bad. Everyone just say it. It looks so bad. I wish that she had just talked to him about it because I can see if it's between those spending the money on those two things, cut out the fact that it should be spent on something way more practical, but you're going to wear the dress once. So I get I get how she got to that point, but to lie about it is so messed up. But it's not even that she thinks of this. She just thinks, well, he'll just give me another 10 grand for another dress. And I'll he will. Spend 10 grand. I still want to spend 10 grand on a wedding dress, but he just has to give it to me again now. And he will, because he's Gino. <laughs> it's so rough. But anyway, I it was a good episode overall. I'm excited next week to get some new ones. I want to see the mother that lives in the cupboard. Yes, we, I think they're going to show us at least a, one or two more, right? Next episode. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be great. Um, excited. Yeah, excited. That, I'm excited. Thanks for being here, you guys. Um, so you are listening to this on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We have our regular episode coming out tomorrow on Wednesday. And we are Wheel of Shame episode. And then we also on Friday have two episodes coming out uh that will be a bonus episode and uh where we're talking about sister wives i'll let you talk about or we talked about at the beginning of the episode i guess um yes we did right right so sister wives with renee and our bravo episode so lots going on this week We are so excited. We've got tons. So be sure to make sure you are following us on Instagram at Tender Love and Care Podcast. And you can always email us at Tender Love and Care Pod at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. You're all dream angels. And uh, go and dream about Gino's toilet. All right. Have a great week. And we will be back tomorrow with another show. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.